You're listening to Hoopity Scoop, a podcast full of NBA hot takes, bold predictions, and we'll give you some music of the week. Scoop, this is episode 13, I want to say now. Episode 13, week 7 of the NBA season. Uh, we got here, we got myself, Devin, we got Brian. Woo-hoo. We got Keith. Yeah, 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 I'm back. <laughs> He's back. He's back. It's been, a, it's been a long time, Keith. You want to give the give the people an update? What, how's the season been going up there in Canada? Uh, not really, um, but sure. <laughs> All right. Got the, got the second win of the season, uh, which was exciting on the road. Uh, we had to go through this crazy ass snowstorm, having snow for real in a couple years. So that was kind of nice. Other than that, I'm chilling, man. I'm not here to talk about my work. I'm here to talk about other people's work and judge them and all that. Oh, man. So we're so we here. That's why I'm here, man. man. You're right. This yeah. is nice. I like nobody doing cares, that. Nobody cares about my job. <laughs> they're not here for you. They're here for they're here for NBA. Exactly. All right. Well, if that's the case, let's just go ahead and jump right into it. We got a lot to talk about today. We got a lot on the docket, and as promised, we're going to highlight Luca, the legendary Luca Doncic, in a, in, a, in a little bit. We all have a guest who is a Dallas Mavericks homer, Richard, to come and join us later in the episode. But uh. Let's knock off these topics first to start out the week. How about the Cavs-Bucks trade? Did everybody see that? Yeah. yeah. Milwaukee sent Della Vadova, John Henson, in a first-round, future second-round pick uh, to the Cavs for George Hill. How do we feel about it? Uh, I'm kind of whatever on it. But it's cool. You know, Delhi got emotional when they announced him back. He was on the bench not playing. Um, and they announced him back and – he looked pretty emotional, so I, I, that's cool. Um, I think George Hill will help, hopefully, the Bucks, because they're an excited team to watch, but who really cares about the Caps, right? Nobody said that team yeah. playoffs, right? This is true. <laughs> this is true. I don't recall any of that, no. Yeah, I don't, I don't think anybody said that, right? <laughs> Definitely not. Definitely not. Has George Hill been getting a ton of burn on the Cavs this year? I, I haven't had a chance to watch too much. No, not really. Yeah. Hasn't he been hurt, too, for a good amount? You know, you can put hurt in quotations. <laughs> Maybe just not trying to play, you know, with that in that environment that that team was going on there. And internally, we saw some leaks uh, come out about Sexton. And who knows? We thought it was JR. Could have been George Hill. Oh, uh, talking about earlier in the season, saying that yeah. they didn't think Sexton was a superstar or something? Was that was? They're saying that Sexton doesn't know how to play defense. And, <laughs> yeah, and talking about his uh, shot selection and stuff like that. Yeah, stuff that shouldn't be leaked to the media got leaked. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. That's really unfortunate. I, I, could see, 
I can see how a vet like George Hill wouldn't want to play behind a point guard like that. So it's not surprising yeah. that he's moved. Um, and I guess Della Vidola gives Cleveland fans something else to be excited about. <laughs> that's a that's a sad state when you're hyped about Della Vidola coming back. Oh, man. <laughs> but the return home. I mean, he's, all, he's forever immortalized in Cleveland because – of him just giving all that he had against when he guarded Steph in the, <laughs> the final that they won. Didn't he like spend the night in the hospital after that? Uh, it's a real positive spin, Dev. I like it. It'd be <laughs> like if <laughs> it'd be like if David Lee came back to the Warriors and everyone was hella hyped on that. I think I think we would be hella hyped on that, right? I mean, what's he going to do? Is he going to play, or is he just like our bench rah-rah guy? Because that'd be hype if he was the rah-rah guy, for sure. Not David West, David Lee. Oh, David Lee? Yeah. No. <laughs> Why would we David Lee? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> exactly. Like, who cares? <laughs> yeah, what's David Lee got for us? Is he still in the league, though? No, he was nah, he, he's not in the league. I mean, he was the first Warrior All-Star in, what, a decade? Yeah, <laughs> second to – yeah, he, he's followed Latrell Sprewell, so that was a pretty long dry spell where he's at. Yeah, David Lee is retired, guys. <laughs> Still don't want him on the team. <laughs> Crazy. I would support it. David Lee getting a ring, I, I support that. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, why not? All right. You guys are, all you right. guys are helping everybody else get rings. I mean, I'm trying to get out there and get a ring. Yeah. What do you need me to do? I'll wipe the floor. Hey, <laughs> all the all the team employees get a ring. Actually, it's true. It's true. Yeah, but it's not. It's not. It's not one of those rings, though. Yeah. You know? yeah. Hey. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Who man. else we got for trade rumors, Dev? Oh, we got the Lakers and the and you guys, Lakers, because you guys are both Laker fans, and the Suns talking about bringing Ariza. Back to where it start, to where it started. He started in the Lakers, right? Is that where he began his career? That's where his career took off. I don't know if he started. I'm not sure, mm-hmm. but his career took off there for sure. Yeah. Oh man, that dunk that he had on on um, oh, what's his name? Fuck, Derek. Uh, why am I blanking on his last name? Also used to play for the Lakers. Slept with Matt Barnes' wife. Well, oh, that's Derek God. Fisher. Yes, when he dunked all over Derek Fisher. Was nasty. That was nasty. Wait, when did that happen? When uh, Fisher was on the Nuggets, and Ariza just blessed him. I'll need to look that up later. Please look that up. I fact check Devin. I don't know what the heck he's talking about. Right? Yeah. Am I tripping, or was that Corey Brewer that dunked on Derek Fisher? Corey Brewer for sure dunked all over Fish. Okay, my bad. Sorry to credit that to Trevor Ariza. Then. <laughs> <laughs> You can edit that out, bro. It's all good. <laughs> God, we'll I don't know basketball at all. Yeah, we'll let you live. Uh, regardless, I mean, I really like that for the Lakers if they're able to make it happen. Just a, another who? solid role player. What's that? Who For who, though? Who are they looking at trading? I think uh, the biggest think piece was Cal- Caldwell Pope. Right, and they're trying to get a third team involved, too. So, yeah, I don't know. It could be interesting. Ooh. Okay. I like that. <laughs> you, yeah, good not, move for the Lakers. Yeah, it's a solid move for the Lakers if they can get rid of uh, Caldwell Pope. 
for sure. Damn, yeah, <laughs> you are not a Caldwell Pope fan, as we we've known in earlier episodes. Yeah, no, not a fan. We don't need to, you know, touch back into that. But nah, <laughs> I like the it goes through for the Lake Show. Who's rolling right now? That's true. That's true. With it last seven of the last uh, eight, is that what it is? Seven of the last nine. Something like that. Lakers how about how about LeBron pulling strings? Um, I think he knows the GM of the Suns. That's how they got Tyson Chandler in the first place. Ah, GM LeBron orchestrating the Ariza trade. Maybe <laughs> getting Devin Booker. Yeah, <laughs> he also, wow, that'd be crazy. Actually, he also said that he supposedly he was interested in getting Mel to come to the Lakers, and the Lakers were like, "Nah, that's not happening." <laughs> Yeah, let's let's not do that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know if LeBron really wanted that to happen. I think he just leaked it to the media that yeah, I you know I I vouch for my guy Carmelo, but they didn't run him. You know, I don't. He, nobody really wants Melo on their team. Not a winning team, anyways. It's sad. It's sad. Yeah, he, he was just up. trying to be a good friend. Yeah, exactly. 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 He's like, yeah, I'll I'll pass your resume. We'll see if we'll get in touch. <laughs> That's why it took you so long to work with me, Brock. <laughs> hey, 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 we're talking NBA, Dev. <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I, talking about more shifts and changes in the NBA, less of a trade, but more of t- tuning in to the Bulls drama that we're still seeing. Do you guys see that <clears throat> after that 56-point loss that they had what was that versus the, versus the Celtics? that the players had to try to discuss if they wanted to show up to the facilities or practice the next day. But supposedly more news came out today that the players are worried about Boylan, who is the interim head coach after uh, interim head coach currently, uh, that his practices were too extraneous. Interesting. Hmm. I mean, good, good for them for thinking they're better than that. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. (laughs) I mean, yeah, fifty-six point loss—that's a lot. But <laughs> what are what are they really trying to work towards? I guess. I mean, playing playing better every night, sure, but it just kind of seems like they're going to be pretty trash. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they have two five-man rotations right now. Like, they don't know what they're doing at all. It's like that whole that whole franchise is in shambles currently. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's not surprising to see though. I'm with Brian. I don't know what they expect. You know what they expected going into the season. I mean, I'm sure you don't expect to get blown out by 56, but I don't think you're expected to win many games. So for them to just fire their head coach, and then now we see the players having a problem with the interim head coach. Things are getting a little messy down there in Chicago. Yeah, like what are they gonna do? Like, hey, we should be losing by twenty, not, not thirty. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, all right. Well, I mean, you know, either way, still <laughs> at the bottom of the league. Yeah, yeah. There's not much hope for Chicago at this point, right? Yeah. Sorry, Chicago fans. If there's any Bulls fans that are listening, we are we apologize. But you know, push through, fight through. You'll make it. Just look at us, yeah. Lake fans. <laughs> you guys got Bron. Bron's coming your way. 
But they got Jabari Parker back. Another homecoming like Del Vadova. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Maybe Wade should actually retire a bull too, huh? <laughs> Man. <laughs> rough, rough. Uh, so the struggle, struggles continue for the Bulls. Kind of like we see the injury struggles that we see with the Nuggets currently. Have you guys you guys seen all their injuries that has been going down for Denver again this year? It's like let's hear, let's hear it for the listeners that don't know. Let's hear it. Uh, Paul Millsap broke his toe. Gary Harris has a hurt hip, and then Will Barton is still working back from injury. Michael Porter Jr. hasn't played at all this year. And I feel like a lot of people are forgetting that Isaiah Thomas is still in that roster and hasn't played this year either, who off the bench would be incredible. Uh, and we see the success when you have people healthy. When Harrison Millsap are both on the floor together this season, they're outscoring their opponents at least by seven points every 100 possessions. Yeah. Yeah, it's really unfortunate. I think Millsap only played about um, less than half of last season. Mm-hmm. And he was an all-star the year before with Atlanta. So I was really looking forward to seeing them put it together in Denver with him and Jokic. Um, obviously, they've looked really great early in the season. So I think this will be a pretty big blow to them. Um, Gary Harris, just checking his stats right now. Looks like he's been putting up some solid numbers, 17, as a, 17 points per game as a starter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Losing two starters injury, it's going to be tough, but they do have a pretty deep team, so I think they'll hover around 500 while they're both gone, maybe. You think they still make the postseason? Um, shit. With how deep the West is, I, I'll i still say yes, but... Huh? Yeah, it depends, on how, it depends on how fast these guys get back. Um it's tough. It's definitely tough in the West, especially with the Lakers on the move and uh, the other teams that are out there in the West besides the Lakers. Um, yeah, man, it's tough blow, tough blow to them. Tough blow. Yeah, I don't know. I really don't know. Like, yeah, they could make the playoffs, but I could also see them not making it. Time will tell. It's still kind of early. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's tough. The Wild West is really tough. You have teams like the Thunder right now that are just rolling. Half game back from first, won nine of the last 12. Three boards, rebounds, fifth in points per game. What's clicking? We didn't see this at all last year. Well, we did see it in flashes, but not this consistent at all last year. Paul George. Yeah. that's Yeah. It's just the awakening of Paul George. The awakening of Paul George. I, f- I feel like he's more confident this season. Um, with Melo being gone this year, we see the more defined more defined roles and a more defined hierarchy, I'd say, mm-hmm. uh, where you know, they're, they aren't fighting with that. Russ and PG aren't fighting with that third person that needs shots and needs touches. So um, with, when you have the ball in your hands more, your feel for the game is better and your confidence improves and we're seeing we're seeing an elite Paul George right now. An elite, man. Wow. Yep. Yeah. And their defense has um, been really stellar all season. I think they're ranked first right now in the league as far as mm-hmm. defensive rating. 
So maybe everyone getting more involved in offense. They're feeling more invested in playing team defense. And things are just clicking for them right now. Yeah, they really are. I mean, the numbers don't lie. PG is averaging 24, 8, 4, and 2 steals a game. And Russ, again, on his triple average hype once more, 22, 10, and 10, and, and also 2 steals a game. So that's yeah. an active. That's active perimeter defense right there. Uh, I like having Paul George be their leading scorer over Russ. I think having Russ be more of a distributor, you know, obviously he's still putting up hella shots at like 19 per game. But I think Paul George, I think they'd be better off with Paul George as the focal point in, in getting more buckets. I agree. I agree with you. Yeah, I think I would also agree. Love watching Russ highlights, but he's it's frustrating to watch a whole game of Russell Westbrook. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just taking turns, uh, pick and roll in all game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you get you get all you need from the highlights. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Thunder rolling, and we also see in the East because we haven't given the East any love really yet outside of shitting on the on the Bulls for a good three minutes. So let's give some love to Philadelphia. Won eight of the last ten. Their, their points per game has been pretty efficient. Eighth in the league, fifth in assists. Uh, they're looking good. They're looking real good. I mean, the Butler trade seems to be working out more and more as they continue to inch throughout the season. Yeah, definitely. It's a... Uh... It's interesting to see Embiid's comment about how his role has changed with Jimmy coming on board. And, you know, obviously he's he's a franchise player along with Simmons and incorporating someone that needs the ball as much as Jimmy. Uh, everyone's role is going to change to make it work. But they're all still like on the up. They're still trying to develop themselves and establish their names within the league while Jimmy's, mm-hmm. Jimmy is already set. So I think that'll still be something to watch as the season goes on, uh, where they'll still need to figure out that hierarchy, uh, especially when it comes down to playoff time. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that, Brian, because there's actually been a dip in Embiid's uh, stats since they got the Butler trade. Prior to the Butler trade, he was averaging 28. Now he's averaging close to 24. His field goal percentage dropped from 48% to 43, and then from outside dropped from 30 to 27 uh, you think they fixed themselves, or you think this is just, you know, the start of the storm? I mean, it, it's kind of like the opposite of what happened with Mello and the Thunder with what we were just talking about. You, know, you take out Mello, and everyone feels more comfortable having the ball. Uh, everyone has their ranking already in order, and you're really set on your role and how to contribute. But in Philly, that's all kind of in flux right now. Like, there's a lot of talent. And while on the surface it seems like they'd complement each other, there's still a ton of ball-dominant players. They've got three of them who really need the ball to create. So uh, I think they'll figure it out. I feel like Jimmy can still play off ball. Um, He showed it in Chicago when they had Wade and Rondo for that one playoff series, and they played really well together. So I think he's in in a system and an environment where they're committed to winning and playing hard, unlike in Minnesota, and he'll do whatever it takes to make it work. Yeah. What do you think, Keith? I think, uh, you know, just to comment to comment on uh, MB's stats, I feel like 
this is all this could also just be a stretch of games. Um, this also takes time for guys to get used to playing with one another, um, learning tendencies and adding a piece like Jimmy Butler, um, who's going to play a lot of minutes. The adjustment is going to take a little bit longer, uh, but let's not forget about, you know, the fact that Embiid is improving every year um, statistically. Um, so one one or two percentage points from the start of the season before Jimmy got there is nothing to be uh, too alarmed about. So I, I think um, definitely think that adding Jimmy was was beneficial for the team and will in turn be beneficial for Joel as well. So I don't think there's anything to worry about there in Philly. Yeah. Yeah. I think they should stay calm. They've got a good team, a team built for the postseason. And I mean, I hope we all see that Phil, Philly, uh, Philly Celtics or Philly Raptors in, in the postseason. I think that'd be good TV. I agree. Um, but I think the fans that should be worried <laughs> are Houston Rockets fans. Ooh. Now second worst record in the West. Sorry, sons. 11 and 14. <laughs> uh, Eric Gordon. Oh, they lost seven of the last nine. Eric Gordon's coming out saying we're not using the guys the right way. I'm not having fun this season. Um, 21st in points per game after being second to the Warriors last year. Man. Um, what What's going on in Houston? No no Mbamute and no Trevor Ariza. That much that much of a dip in offense of production? Yes, because ultimately great defense leads to great offense. Fair leads point. to easy offense, right? When you're having to work hard on defense or you, you know, you're playing full possessions and you can't stop anyone, that means you can't get the ball on the break and get out and run and transition and use your, use your strengths that way. Uh, so we're seeing them struggle to score because they're struggling to stop people. Uh, it, it, it makes sense to me. And uh, not keeping those guys hurt them a lot. Yeah. And, yeah, the, that perimeter defense is already – I mean, it's suspect. It's completely suspect. Like you said, they're not getting those same transition points that that they got last year so easily. Yeah. But, I mean, it makes me happy as a Warriors fan to see the struggle this <laughs> bad. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> not going to lie. I'm sick of Rockets fans saying, we would have beat y'all, Chris Paul. Maybe true, but – not gonna I think this year, yeah. that much. <laughs> I was gonna say that might be true. They may have beaten the Warriors last year. Well, yeah, I'm I'm still pretty surprised. You know, all things considered, with the defense to be ranked so low in points per game with a D'Antoni system, um, I only had a chance to watch some of the Mavs Rockets game since we were doing the Luca research. But a lot of this shots down the stretch, uh, I mean. I guess for that team, they're good shots, but it was James Harden isolations on the perimeter, him doing his step-back thing. Um, in the final three-minute stretch of that game where Luka took over, I don't think I saw Houston try to get to the rim at all, whether it was through a pick-and-roll or drive or anything like that. They, they settled a lot for outside jumpers, and um, I don't know if that's indicative of how the season has been going, but just kind of surprising given all the pieces that they still have, at least on the offensive ends. Yeah, well said. I agree. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, hope Houston figures it out. Not really. I'd like them not nah. to help at all. I think that'd be hilarious because uh, I'm a hater and I'm bitter. <laughs> so, Fuck yeah. The Rockets. <laughs> yeah, screw you, Rockets fans that are looking <laughs> <laughs> sit in that misery <laughs> but still subscribe <laughs> yeah but please yeah, yeah. sponsor us too yeah, yeah. <laughs> funny those are just jokes <laughs> <laughs> do you guys see the Rudy Gobert ejection this week <laughs> oh man ridiculous calls by the way ridiculous <laughs> why would the rest out for Rudy's neck like that what did he I do know. I don't know it was really funny I think the funniest part was when he walked to the sideline and smacked whatever it was that he smacked off the scores table <laughs> that shit was far, far. And that, motion, that motion was hilarious to me I could not stop laughing <laughs> you got some long ass arms <laughs> Just swept everything off the table. Hey, but, but, but shout out to him for going to the locker room and getting some work in. I saw on Instagram he posted that he was in there working out, watching it, watching his team play. So shout out to Rudy for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah cool. the refs hold you there, bro. We, I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah, man. <laughs> the end of the day, he still collected a check that has NBA at the top and signed by uh, Adam Silver. So you're all right. <laughs> Not a bad life. Not a bad life. He's doing okay. Yeah, shout out Rudy. Uh, <laughs> I obviously want to – I know we try. We talk about the Warriors all the time on here, but there's some big news of Cousins coming back. Now I've got Santa Cruz Warriors. Ooh-wee. Getting his run in, catching all the oops in practice. Ooh-wee. Uh, actually, was chat, Keith and I were chatting about this a little bit earlier. And I brought. A, I asked him why did teams pass on him. It didn't make any sense. Um, and then he brought up a good, few good points. Like, was he asking too much? Um, what do you What do you guys think? I want to open it up for the podcast. Why Why do we think that nobody signed Cousins? Um, this is a big body with an injury like that. Um, I can see teams not wanting to take a chance on him if we're looking at it from a health standpoint. Um, you can look at it from a personality standpoint. Uh, and off the court, how he contributes to the team. And he hasn't had the best reputation like we've seen in Sacramento uh, with his teammates not getting along, him wanting to fight guys and just being a bad locker room guy. So you could look at that aspect. And then also you can see, like, what was his team asking for as far as the money and as far as um, years on this contract? You know, what what were they asking for? Uh, and with an with an injury like the, an Achilles rupture, like I can see why teams didn't want to take that chance. There's just too many red flags. Yeah, way too, too many. Way too many. And, and team, I mean, I get why the Warriors can get him for cheap because I mean we're in a lock for a ring. But do you think there's any other team that could have offered him the same amount of money? I think offer the same money, but not the same situation where he doesn't have the pressure to come back. Mm-hmm. Like for any other team in the league, there'd be a lot more immediate tension or pressure for him to come back as soon as possible to get incorporated into the system. With the Warriors, everyone already knows they can win without him. And it's just more interesting to see if they can win with him. But 
if it's any other contender, it's kind of like, well, he needs to be a piece for us to beat the Warriors. And I don't know. I just kind of feel like now, like he's taking his sweet time to come back. People are hyped that he's joining the, the G League team. And there's not really a timetable set on when he'll actually play with the Warriors. And everyone's perfectly fine with that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like you said, we won without him. It's kind of funny that we got to a point. It's like, oh, let's see if we can win with another Olympian on our team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's see if this works. I wonder. <laughs> yeah, uh, Warriors fans have a luxury of making up shit to get concerned about. Yeah, <laughs> it's nice. Like whether, like whether KD's a good fit or not. Oh <laughs> That argument really pisses me off. I'm not gonna lie. It's ridiculous. It's such a ridiculous argument. But, but maybe for another time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely for an, another time. For in the meantime, I think we hit all the topics today. How do we feel about that? Pretty good. Yeah. We feel good. Great. <laughs> yeah. That, that's our that's our wrap our episode for NBA talk right now. Do we have any quick music shoutouts you want to give before we end the episode? Dev, you want to do the game predictions first? Oh, shit. Good call, Bri. Let us hop on those game predictions. What games of the week did we uh, choose to go with, Brian? Um, let's go. So there were five to choose from. Let's go with the first game. Uh, Raptors at Warriors. Who you guys um, got? Uh, at Warriors? Warriors coming to redeem themselves from that overtime loss they took without any superstars on the floor. Yeah, yeah, Warriors. So all, all three of us going Warriors on that one. Mm-hmm. Um, we've also got, let's see, Celtics at Pistons. Ooh. You know, mm-hmm. I'll let you, you mm-hmm. kick it off. Yeah. Me? I'm going to have to go with, ooh, man, this is tough. Uh Celtics, man. Celtics. Celtics. Yeah. Right. I want to see a great game, oh, though, yeah, but I want to go Celtics. Me too. I'm going to go Celtics also. They're rolling right now. I'm going Detroit basketball. Ooh, I like okay. How, I like how uh, Blake's been acting a little tough guy in these last few games. I think he's just going to have to get dunked uh, you know, by Giannis. I didn't for a reason. Bullied. <laughs> he did get bullied. Mm. But there's no, there's no Greek freak on the Celtics. Yeah. I'm going Detroit. All right. So, so the, the last game, uh, the last options had Nuggets on there, but since they're going through injuries, should I pick a different game? Yeah, pick another one. Uh, Lakers at Rockets. Yeah, pick another one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's, uh, well, I don't have another one up, so let's just go with those two then. Yeah, I mean, Lakers <laughs> and Thunder. With that? Maybe. I'm going Lakers over Rockets because we've seen Houston play a lot this season. <laughs> and I'm going Thunder. Just because Thunder. And the Thunder are rolling, so going going Thunder. Thunder for which game? Uh, nuggets. Thunder Nuggets, sorry. Over the Nuggets. Oh, yeah. I agree. So we're all going Lakers and Thunder. Yep. Yeah, which is why we said next game, B. <laughs> and I tried to look one up. I couldn't find one. Hey, it's all good. Your fault, the Rockets suck. 
No, it's not. You're right. All right, so we're going to make sure we got those predictions. I think everybody was the same besides me on the Celtics Pistons. So, go Pistons. Uh, yep, all right. Yeah, Brian wrote those down. We got those locked in. Locked okay. in. What music? Now we can get to music. What music you guys got? Give the people something. Uh, Andy, uh-huh. since he couldn't make it today, asked me to shout out Spotty Odie Dopealicious for him. Wanted us to put out a, a throwback out there. All right. I mean, that's a, it's a great song. I hope every, all of our listeners <laughs> have heard that song hundreds of times. Right. <laughs> but it is an excellent song. And if you haven't heard it, like GK haven't watched Love and Basketball, then you need to get on your shit ASAP. <laughs> so, you can't come back if you haven't watched yeah, the movie yet, GK. Yeah. yeah, come on, GK. What do we gotta give Andy? Do we gotta give come Andy on, something? For <laughs> I feel like mm-hmm. we gotta talk shit about Andy. Come on, man. I already told Andy what he needed to do at the beginning of the last episode. That's true. I guess he doesn't need two episodes in a row of us. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So are we going with Outcast song, Keith? Do you have anything else? Do you have another song? I got nothing. All right. No, I got nothing. You don't have anything, Dev? Oh, man. What have I been listening to as of recent? Let me look at my phone. Where's my phone? I mean, obviously, I've been playing the Meek Millie a lot. Love the first half of the album. Second half is, uh, you know. Yeah, man. Lukewarm. It's fine. Lukewarm. Lukewarm. Uh, it's fine. Shoot, man. Oh, yeah. I've been listening to a lot of Gunna Talk lately. About that. Talk about yeah. Drip Season 3. Hey, Drip Season 3 is fire. If y'all haven't listened to that, go check that out. Because uh, bangers. it's bangers on bangers on that. You just hit play and then let it ride. Do what you need to do to relax or get turned up or whatever. Drip season three. Gonna. Yeah. Are we still keeping up to date with the Spotify playlist that we made? Uh, You know what? I'm going to go ahead and go back in episodes and put some songs together, and then we can promote that playlist next episode. Hey. Hey. Now, on that note, I think that was a good podcast. That was a good episode. Then we can wrap on that. Solid. Raptors Raptors. next week. Oh, yeah. We're going to talk about the Raptors. So, please, uh, tweet us at Hoopity Scoop. Write some comments on one of our posts at Hoopity underscore Scoop on Instagram. We also got Facebook because we have to have a Facebook in order to have an Instagram. And that's also Hoopity Scoop. There's not much up there yet. Oh, we have a Facebook Yeah, there's not much up there yet. (laughs) But bear with us like you already have been, and we'll, we'll put some content on there, too. So, shout out to all our listeners. This is this is Hoopy Scoop. Later, y'all. Woo.